A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. People, we're back for another episode of Fantasy Brews, the podcast that talks fantasy football, all things NFL, and a bunch of things that aren't relevant. I am Kyle Gagne here with co-host Mike Heinish. Hello, again. Joining us back again today is my fiance Jackie Lefebvre. Back in the studio. <laughs> Your birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Happy birthday. 57 years no. old. <laughs> Close. Old. Oh, not that old. Would you get any good gifts? Um, I got pretty good gifts. This is a plug for yourself. What'd you get? (laughs) I got a cute little fireplace for out on my front porch. Okay. I got some decanters from my mom. Yeah, lots of treats. Yeah, great. And soon retirement. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at FantasyBrewsPod. We hit 500 follower milestone. Yeah. We did it. We're famous. Follow us. More followers than I have. (laughs) <laughs> she's now, had years yeah. 50 <laughs> years <laughs> now if only a small chunk of those followers, followers would become actual listeners then we might have something here that'd be cool so if you follow us listen to us if you're listening to that then you're already listening but then follow if you're not yes the chances of our I listener follow. anyone listening not following is slim yeah to none yeah I would agree I think it's a higher chance people are following and not listening Oh, yes, because we've got 500 <laughs> followers and or, 20 yes, listeners. <laughs> Today's beer is very fitting. It is Fuck COVID from Ale Asylum, a pilsner. And it's worth noting that it also says Fuck Hoarders. Hoarders. We didn't really understand that, but Mike pointed out that early on in the pandemic that people are hoarding toilet paper and such. So maybe that's what the reasoning was. That'd be my guess. I was thinking like TLC hoarders, like... Yeah. This person has 20 cats, but I think you're more hungry. It's a, it's a very good beer. I mean, it's a it's just a Pilsner. It's yeah, only so much you can do. I love it. It's only so much you can do with a Pilsner. So this is very good. I could drink them all day. Absolutely. And all night. Ale Asylum, of course, being brewed in Madison, Wisconsin. We're Shout close out. to there. We are. Same state. I think their restaurant downtown closed, though. Yes. They're, oh, okay. They had one downtown Milwaukee here, and it's out of biz. Because uh, fuck COVID. I used to go there before Bucks games, and there was never really people there. And you think before a game that's a professional basketball game that's like two blocks away from your restaurant, you'd be packed before. Yeah, you. they never were. It's really easy to get a table. Good beer. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess I don't know. I don't know why it didn't work out. They were on the river too. Good food. Yeah, food is decent. Weird. What can you yeah, do? <laughs> Justin Tucker update. Yeah, Jackie, are you pumped? Sure. Yeah. Give it to me. Listen to that enthusiasm. <laughs> I don't know what. Another great day for our boy. He's still scoring too much. Yes. We're hoping he is on pace for a fifth consecutive year of 141 points scored. Oh. He has three. He had three field goals yesterday and three extra points in the win versus the Eagles. 59 points on the season on pace for 158. So we actually picked up the pace yeah, from last week. Ugh. Slow down. <laughs> Stop talking so much. Ready? Ready? On three, Jackie, because we're all going to say it together. One, two, three. Keep, Keep on tucking. She was just the quietest. Yeah, she can. I mic. said it. <laughs> you moved your mouth. Yep. I don't know if anything came out. <laughs> but we don't want him to keep on tucking. Uh, pump the brakes. Yeah. Tuck? Uh. Just stop tucking. 
<laughs> just stop tucking. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> now that you know what Justin Tucker has been up to. Tuck it in. Just. We, <laughs> we can give you our facts and stats, recap week six, and go over some news, updates, and their impacts. Following this, Jackie's going to do something. We don't know yet. We'll figure it out when we get there. Mm-hmm. She knows. We don't. Secret. She couldn't find any scuttlebutt. They're all behaving. Everyone, I mean... Melvin know. Gordon's not. Well, yeah. You gotta do Mike, it. Mike didn't want me to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> he also missed this past week because he had strep. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> well, the team said they're not going to suspend him, but the NFL can still suspend him, and yeah. they should. They usually wait until actual like, legal proceedings. Well, he's got a bye week, doesn't he? No. I don't know. So, oh, they play the Chiefs? Yeah, might as well keep Might as well get the suspension over when you're going to lose, for sure. <laughs> we'll then give you our highs and lows for the upcoming week seven, our prop lock of the week, and some pep talks to some players that are just having a little bit of a struggle, you know? A lot of them need those pep talks, my team especially. Uh, of course, we'll finish off with some Bruce Clues. Blow Jackie's mind with a fact. Woo-hoo. Or a stat. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. Okay, so mine's sort of a facts kind of stat hybrid. So just about the Steelers on the year. So they've had a really, really great rushing defense so far this year. I did kind of the math to add all the numbers up. So <laughs> oh, you did the, the, you I, did the math of adding numbers. And then dividing by another number. Oh, two different steps? Yeah, well, there was multiple numbers to add. So it wasn't oh. like just two numbers to add. <laughs> this is probably all available somewhere. You must be tired. Here. So anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm barely here, but... On the year, the Steelers have uh, allowed 99 rushing attempts to go for 331 yards and three touchdowns, which is a 3.34 yards per attempt pace, which is or whatever stat, which is really great. That's actually tied with the league uh, leaders of last year on the season, which was the Bucks and the Jets. Uh, actually, defended against the run pretty well, probably because people were just able to pass. Jets got that rookie last year, uh, Quinn Williams. He's That's good. right. I like him. So this is a really good pace. I, I look back historically at, at numbers, and if you uh, were allowing about 3.3 yards uh, per attempt on the season, it's like a top five number typically, if, if you know not the top one, for most years, back to 1970. And then I just for the hell of it, I took out one of those 99 runs. So in week four, Miles Sanders had a, a crazy big hole. He broke one tackle. He took uh, a run 74 yards to the house. So if you cut out that one play for a 74-yard touchdown – the Steelers have allowed 257 yards and two touchdowns rushing total, like from all positions, everything, which is crazy. And that would put their average at 2.6 yards per attempt, which would have tied the best number I saw from 1970 to now, which was the Chargers in 98, allowing 2.6 rushing yards per attempt. So they're really good. Keep it up, Steelers. That was a really long-winded way to say that the Steelers defense is really good. Really, really good, especially rushing defense. Their passing defense has been okay. They've also had a softer schedule. Not a soft schedule, but a... a it's going to be a little tougher going forward. They have to face the Ravens twice. They'll play the Browns again, presumably with Chubb. They have to play Derrick Henry and Zeke still. But there's some friendlier matchups for them as well. I've got a couple layers to mine because like they're all matchups. relevant and could not be relevant next week. So I had to include them now while I can. I've been seeing a lot of stuff recently that I'm like, that's so interesting. I, well, I like it. Good stuff. This one's relevant because a lot of people uh, don't think you should have kickers in your lineup. I don't know why everyone's against them. I personally love kickers. Kickers are great. I got 20 points from, from Young Shu Ku this past And week. I got Bullock. Bullock had me like 11 or 12. I love kickers. The Broncos They're kicker. a little fun. They're fun to have. Like, what's who cares? A little bit more randomness. Yeah. But the Jacksonville Jaguars have set an NFL record this past Sunday by using their fifth kicker in as many games. That's never been done before. What? Josh Lambeau was injured. 
until they started the year off. Aldrick Rosas was next, was sent back down to practice squad. Next guy up, Steven Hauschka, was cut. Guy after that, Brandon Wright, was injured. And then walk in John Brown, just signed off practice squad, and he was the only black kicker in the NFL and the first black punter or kicker since Marquette King in 2018. King was awesome. And I saw John Brown. That was his first ever attempted – that was the first time he's ever been in a game and his first ever attempted field goal and he made it. I did. I, he was like I a soccer player. That, he was like yeah. a soccer player or something. But Like off the street, his first kick in the NFL out of nowhere. And hey, he didn't even play football like in college or something? I, I assume no idea, he did. But, but not in the NFL. He wasn't like on a team before that or something. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, maybe, maybe like practice two weeks in a row he – they could have the same kicker. We'll see. This might change. If he gets prayer practice, they got to sign someone else. Has Lambo been hurt this whole time? And that's why they have these other guys? Like, is he going to come back eventually? And- I think he was, eh, doesn't matter. <laughs> They're playing, probably paying John Brown pennies. Like, mm-hmm. kickers don't get much to begin with, much yeah. less this guy just came, came out of nowhere, like, from a practice squad. He's probably getting, Lambo's probably at least making a mill. I think maybe. maybe. I forget what the minimum is. There's like a minimum that I think it's less than a minimum. Oh, and he's like no he's probably like a veteran too, a little bit for yeah. the most part, Lambo. But so I got a few more of these obviously because this week they're all relevant. Going off my first fact, the Jags have five starting kickers in as many weeks. The Packers have had a grand total of five kickers attempt a field goal for them since 1989. <laughs> <laughs> so it took the Jags I can name five, one. <laughs> five weeks for the Jags. And uh, math 31 <laughs> years yeah. for the Packers. And counting. What? Chris Jackie used to be one of the kickers. Oh, yeah. We have a signed Chris Jackie jersey, actually. Nice. nice. Yeah. It's worth a, a lot. So much. It's like a youth large. <laughs> she, wants me to, she wants me to hang it up down here. <laughs> Some, like, yeah, yeah. Random kicker that says to Jackie on it. Take your I did not hang closer up. down and... John McClain over Chris Jackie any day. <laughs> Another fact worth watching for the rest of the season, there's been a game every week so far that a team has blown a 16-plus point lead. Really? Wow. Lions blew 23-6 against the Bears week one. Week two, Falcons blew 20-0 against Cowboys. Week three, Falcons blew 26-10 against Bears. Four, Chargers blew 24-7 against Bucks. Then the next week, Chargers blew 20-3 against Saints. And the Bengals just blew a 21-0 lead against the Colts. Man. So look forward to that going forward. See if it happens again. This, it makes for very interesting games because yeah. most of these games, at least I was watching, I was watching two of them. Yeah. Well, because when they start out as a blowout, we replace it with a different game with Sunday Ticket. And so right. then we all of a sudden there's back to normal or it's back to like even. We're like, oh shit, maybe we should tune in. But my last one quick. The Titans are the first team in NFL history to have 350 to have a 350 plus yard passer and a 200 plus yard rusher in the same game. Tannehill with 364 yards, Henry with 212. That I saw I that as well. That I'm surprised that's the first like not that that's easy to do. The you would think like the Cowboys like Prescott yeah. and Elliott. I guess that's the really the 200 rushing yards that's that's like hard to attain. Elliott had a couple of 200 yard rushing games though, I remember. Yeah, and Fournette has 350 passes. I think Henry. I think I also that. saw another one that I don't even written down. I just remember seeing. I think Henry has as many 200 yard rushing games since 2018 as the rest of the NFL has combined. Oh damn! Derrick Henry, your beast. Week six recap. You're first up. Titans versus Texans. What a game! You were watching some of it. Mm-hmm. You were tuning in and out over an OT. Uh, Titans winning 42-36 in OT. Like that was one. Of, that was. Like, probably the top game I was looking forward to. Well, the second, Packers, Bucks, but... Yeah, yeah. 
It was my second most looked forward to game this week. And it was fucking great. I loved it. Such a good game. Henry with the 94-yard monster touchdown run. That was nuts. Just seeing such a guy like him just take off and outrun everyone's crazy. He's massive. He's so good. Watson and Tannehill having great days. Watson, 335 and four touchdowns. Tannehill, 364, four and one pick. I know they lost, but the Texans look so much better without Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Bill O'Brien would have lost by, like, 30 points. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. But, like, Watson's back. Yeah. Watson is back. Against the Titans, Titans have a great D. Yeah. Especially with Clowney Clowney going in there. I think I saw Clowney had, like, maybe a half sack. Yeah. But they're one and five right now. The extra wild card spot is not out of reach for them. Right. If I still believe they can get it. I mean, they're one and one since firing Bill O'Brien, and the loss was to a very good team in overtime. Right. That's still undefeated, right? Yeah. So they could do it. I like I like the Texans. What do you think of Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I think they they poised to make somewhat of a comeback. Poised? I don't yeah. I don't remember what the rest of their schedule looks like, but I'm sure it's. They got the the bulk of the difficulty out of the way. They right. faced a lot of hard teams yeah, the already. First six the first uh, <laughs> three or four games were like the Steelers and and the Ra- or something like that. They they had a crazy like tough start to their schedule. They yeah they started off the season against Kansas City, then Baltimore, then Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Jacksonville, then Tennessee. They got Green Bay next week. Then after that, Jacksonville, Cleveland, New England, Detroit, Colts, Bears, Colts. Bengals and then Titans again. That's a very redeemable schedule. Yeah, yeah they could. Obviously, they're gonna, they're gonna lose next week for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they they could take the Jags and the Browns. So they biased. could take the pit. Yeah, it's the point. <laughs> they they could they could just go on a really big streak. Like the Packers is a challenging matchup, and then it's definitely doable until the Colts is a little tougher again. Patriots could be a tough one, but they you know maybe they could do it. I don't know. The Patriots don't look great. Yeah, they could get a win there. I don't know. It'll be interesting okay. to see, but they, it's definitely doable for them, and I, I hope they do because if they can just figure it out, which they have obviously been figuring out, right? it'll be huge. But then the other game, Bucks versus Packers, pretty shocked by that game. I was I was yeah. expecting a lot closer than 38-10. to 10. Once that second interception happened, like especially so quickly after the first, like I, in my heart, I didn't want to believe, but in my heart, I knew it was done. Well, all 38 points were unanswered. It yeah. Was, it was 10 to nothing Packers at one point. Oh, Packers man. lose 38 to 10. They just, they just it lost. It was a hard game to watch if, if you were rooting for the Packers. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was not. Yeah. We I had, was genuinely we curious. Big in my house. I was wearing my Tom Brady jersey. It's the first time I've ever, Tom Brady has ever won while I've been wearing his professional sports jersey. <laughs> but I you mean, never wore it as a bitch. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom Brady was my low guy last week. I said he would have a very average day, and he did. 166 yards and two, but he's Tom Brady. He doesn't need to do anything else right. if they're winning like that. He, he does his part, and he's like, okay, let's just coast. The Packers did the rest. Yeah. Defense to score a full point. <laughs> Rodgers, yeah. 160 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Two picks. Did for, you know? Interesting for, stat. Oh, or fact. Two picks in three attempts. Yeah. <laughs> they kept saying it over and over and over, and ironically, I can't remember the number now. But however many, 151 or something. Yeah, first two interceptions thrown this season by Rodgers as yeah. well. First interceptions at all. Aaron Jones held a 15 rush yards. Like, obviously, you have to chalk this more up to the Bucks getting themselves figured out and yeah. de- proving their defense is legit than the Packers. They'll shake it off. I think, yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think the wind was just completely knocked out of the sails after the virtually back to back picks. I think, you know, 
It's weird because you'd think of all quarterbacks, you think Rodgers could be the one to like mentally like shake that off, you know. But I think it really, you know, I, I think he struggled. He definitely missed a couple passes that went to Ken or was it Kendrick or Mercedes Lewis? Oh yeah, that, yeah, that he would normally hit, and I think that just the win went on the sales of the whole team. But they'll rebound. Yeah, well, they got to catch up to the Bears in first place. Yeah. <laughs> Up by a half game. And the Bears beat the Bucks as well. So there's like a tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, God. The Bears are in first place. The Packers don't play the Bears until week 12. Yeah, I know. And then they crazy. play. They play and then I think week 17 as well. Strange. Someone else will be starting a quarterback by then. So we'll see what happens. Steelers, Titans, Seahawks remain undefeated. Steelers dominating the Browns, like dominating them. Titans in the Thriller versus the Texans and the Seahawks on bye. So fuck you, Seahawks. It doesn't count. You're lesser. You didn't play. Yeah. Even okay. though both the other two teams already had their bye. <laughs> also, the Jets suck. <laughs> it's so true, though. Last winless team got shut out by the Dolphins. Elite Joe Flacco out there really showing why he's a backup quarterback. Another fun fact for you. When Tua went in, he converted a third down. It was the first third down conversion of the night for the Dolphins. It's <laughs> because <laughs> they were just didn't need to. They didn't need third down. <laughs> Yeah, Jets, you suck. Next. Oh, man. Let's do some news updates really quick. Jackie, stay informed. What are you doing? I'm looking up. I want... <laughs> I I was just thinking you I said must that mean the you're Jets... not an airplane. No, the, the, the Jets suck, so does that mean you should just get rid of any of your Jets players? Yes. Because I, I have Crowder, and I just... Crowder, Crowder's the only one, only one worth starting. Them. Frank yeah. Gore. And he's... Yeah. Frank How did Frank do this? Yeah, because I, I almost started him in one spot. And I didn't, and I, I, I fell off. See how he No, but yeah, you can't start anyone. Darnold should come back though. Better than Flacco. I don't know what I their guess. schedule is, but maybe maybe there's a like at least they'll be behind most times. So if Darnold can do okay, <laughs> I don't know. I Gates still has not been fired. Let me check that. Hold on. Has Gates been fired? As of recording this podcast. Uh, Gay still has a job somehow. That's crazy. I mean, with an elite quarterback like Flacco, you can't, you shouldn't lose. Right. Exactly. He almost had a touchdown. <laughs> oh, I think, I don't was really watching that game. I don't think he even got close. Why would you? Sarcasm. <laughs> Tua time. We finally got our first look at Tua. Yeah. Uh, while the Dolphins were whooping on the Jets, he was two for two, nine yards. Two for Tua. Tua for Tua. I feel like that's two once for two he for starts Tua. getting good and gets playing time, that's going to be your next jersey. Tua to Gakabu Yuba? Yeah. Do you see the that cute way. little, like, he came out to the field afterwards? Oh, he's FaceTiming his parents. Yeah, he came back out. I don't know if you saw this or not, Jackie. He came out on the field after the game was over and just sat in the middle of, like, the 15-yard line on the field, completely empty, just... Because he had such a bad injury, what, like a year and a half or two oh, years yeah. ago or something like that? Like, almost didn't have a career. Yeah, he didn't know if he was going to play at all, and then he finally got his first NFL action, so uh, that'd be cool. Fitz- Dolphins going into their bye week. Fitzpatrick somehow has them at 3-2, and two, so I assume we'll still be seeing Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah, why would why would you just stop a good thing? I don't know. I if you're the Dolphins, the I don't know what the Bills are right now. They're actually playing right now while we're recording this, but... The, I mean, the Dolphins have a better record than the Patriots, right? So like, they they have they somehow actually have a legitimate shot at at the division. I think the Bills are if, if they lose to the Chiefs today, will it be four and two or something? Like yeah. So they're down three at halftime. How did the game end, everybody? Josh we'll Allen. see you soon. Um.
Miles Sanders got an MRI. It looks like he's going to miss Thursday night's game with a knee injury. That has been confirmed. Yeah, he will. Boston Scott and Corey Clement will likely split carries. I still wouldn't rush out to start one of them. Yeah, but I have a waiver going through in Dynasty where I was dropping Boston Scott. So now i got to figure that out because I can actually start him this next week. But I probably won't. He's to. not going to be doing much. I started in week one when, or week two or something when he was like, when Sanders was out and it did not really work out. Well, and also the fucking Eagles. <laughs> oh man, Zach Ertz expected to oh, three to four goodness. weeks. They also have good air out. Like, Who's been bad to begin with anyways. Richard Rodgers is going to be their starter. Yeah! Uh, at least one week. I don't start him though. Green Bay fans will tell you to be wary. What do you mean? He caught a Hail Mary. What else when he, he shouldn't have. He, he wasn't the catching the ball guy. <laughs> <laughs> he stole a Hail Mary. <laughs> Richard Rodgers, I think, is okay. I, I will say this. He'll be the best receiving option on the field that day. No, they got Greg Ward. It's not saying much, It'll but it's still... <laughs> it's not saying much, what, but... It, Fulgrim seems like he's doing okay, too. Do you know Fulgrim was on the Packers and a couple of the teams at one point? A lot of people passed on him. Okay, he's not going to be... No, yeah, yeah, no. Just... We will not remember his name this time next year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said it right, but I'm not even sure. Right you don't now. even know that. <laughs> um, the Steelers also lose Devin Bush, their uh, linebacker. Huge loss to their defense, worth noting in matchups, if streaming defenses. But the Steelers are still strong enough they can handle this. They have 24 sacks in five games. That's crazy. That's, like, that's real nuts. But it's got a touchdown. It's worth week. noting, he's a very huge piece of their defense. Their defense can handle themselves still without him because they have so many extra guys. But still, sorry, Devin Bush. Yeah. It sucks. We miss you. <laughs> there was one other, not super notable injury, but the I think it was the left tackle for the Titans, Tawan. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, he tore his ACL, so that's... Usually oh, one offense, yeah, he's done. So like one offensive lineman usually doesn't matter too much, but he's a very good player. It's not going to slow down Derrick Henry at all. It shouldn't change your opinion of the Titans really in general, but but it is a, a note where they lost. Tighten up, yes. Um, Jackie, tighten up that ACL. Take the lead. Scuttle, look what we found. Hey, let me see. Wow, this is special. All right. Well, I mentioned that it wasn't like a ton of scuttle, but. Because I think people are behaving because they know there's a lot, you know, in season there's not a lot of yacht parties and such that they're attending for any drama. <laughs> so I thought I would do a little segment and it's going to be married or not. So I'm going to list various players and I want you and Mike to oh guess God. whether or not they're married. Oh no. To the job? No. <laughs> to, uh, in this case, it's all women. Women in the NFL? No, they're married to women. Get, Not that they couldn't be eventually married to men. There's no openly gay yeah. players right now. There's gay players, but they're not open. And not openly married. I don't know. <laughs> Let's do it. There's, there's definitely there's, my list. there's definitely <laughs> gay players, but they're not open yet. Yeah. Okay, so the first person is Baker Mayfield. He's definitely married, cause his, or, or at least he's in all... It, like a notable That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking if he's married or not. Yeah, you said okay. definitely married, so that's not Wait, what she's asking. She's either married or not. No, nah. I'm going to say married. Married, but or in a long term relationship. I'm going to ask you if they're He definitely has a hot side piece. Or possibly maybe. Mayfield is not married. I say married. He is married. His wife's name is Emily. And she's blonde. Sure. But she's not in any of the commercials at their... She's literally in a commercial. That's how I know it. Oh, when you sit down to watch a movie? <laughs> what? I don't and he's got to turn one of the lights off? Or no, the smoke alarm. Was that the smoke alarm one? That one sounds right. No, the lights one. She's in the lights one. What about now? How about now? Those commercials are so great. 
Oh, no, because they are played constantly. They would be better if it was anyone else, but they're pretty funny. And they are pretty played pretty often, yeah. But they keep coming up with new ones. Just not quickly enough. For you. Anyways. They can put out one, <laughs> they can put out one where he gets benched for Case Keenum. <laughs> he got hurt slightly in the ribs. <laughs> Next. Next is Josh Allen. I'm going to say... Not married. Not married. Correct. He's, wow. in a, he's in a relationship. He has a longtime girlfriend. According to Wikipedia, his name is Brittany, but he's not married. I don't think you can be married if you have baby face. <laughs> is that a law? I'm pretty sure it just doesn't work like that. You don't you, have baby you face be once married, you're married. <laughs> if you get married, it goes away. Uh, somehow. All right. Uh, the King, Derek Henry. Uh, I'm gonna not married. He's not married. He is in a long-term relationship. He does have a daughter, but not married. Put a ring on it, buddy. Why? He's doing pretty well without (laughs) the baggage weighing him down, you know what I'm saying? You're talking about Super Bowl ring. He's on his way. (laughs) Hey-o. Philip Lindsay. I feel like two not marrieds in a row means Philip's married. (laughs) That's my guess. I say not married. One of us will be right. He is married. Yeah! Undefeated. Married since 2015. Whoa. It's Five years? And yeah. you combined. He married in college? <laughs> Maybe. How old is Philip Lindsay? Well, he's, not, he's only in his third year. Yeah, but, I mean. A lot of people get married a lot earlier than 31, let me just tell you. He's <laughs> 26? Okay. So he was what? He was 21. Married. Yeah. Remember that okay. math you had to do earlier? You gotta do it again here. You gotta subtract five from twenty-six. Yeah, but it was no. There was no subtraction earlier. Really. It, <laughs> no, it was addition and division. All right, uh, Dak Prescott. Dak is married. He seemed confident, both to the job and his wife. I'm gonna say he's married. He's not married. I didn't think. I didn't think he was, but you seemed so confident. I'm like, I didn't see any pictures of his wife with him in the recovery room. <laughs> I was like, well. I was like, you think it's, you'd see one of those? I should have just stuck with it. He said, might, he might have a girlfriend. It's a the, all the information I can say that it's like he might be seeing somebody as of August. He's but. getting daily tests so he can stay with the team. Maybe he was just divorced super recently, and I was right. Oh. I don't think he, he, <laughs> he hurt his ankle. And she's Jackie like, looked it up. She's and like, said, like nothing uh, about a marriage that was now in divorce. <laughs> but I'm uh, sure it's out there. Uh, sorry about your ankle, Jack, but I gotta go stay with my sister for a while. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go stay with my friend Andy. Dalton. All right. Next person is Jared Goff. Now I don't feel so confident. I feel like he's married. Goff seems like he's a married guy. He kind of does. He's young too, but he kind of seems like the married type. Philip Lindsay was 26 minus 5 when he got married. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever that number is. I'm going to go with married as well. No. Damn. He is you seem so a confident. model named Kristen Harper. Or Christian, Kristen, I don't know, one of those two. She hot. She apparently, yeah, she like was advocating to be in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. She's one of those ugly models. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, it's like, it's like <laughs> I do with Kristen Harper. I definitely. I think not. it's Christian because it's like C H R I. Just put Jared Goff girlfriend. Yeah. That's a better idea. Oh, it is Kristen. Uh, but I spelled not Christian. Wrong. Kristen, but with a CH. I would like to second that uh, vote to get her into Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. <laughs> I'll third it. <laughs> um, she is, looks like... Together our votes outweigh Jared Goff's obvious no. Yes. She is a very 
a cute lady. Um, and I, I hope her the best in her modeling career. We're doing a podcast so with your fiance right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to get a, this model. Jared Goff. I'm going to steal Jared Goff's model girlfriend. No chance. Hey, some Sorry. chance. Um, Nick Foles. Oh, I feel like they would have, he would have been divorced by now. And then on to another woman. Yeah, but he would be like again. the second guy. Like he's the other guy. He's so like no, concert. he's not married. He's, he's the constant rebound guy. guy. Yeah, I say not married. Wait, no, he's married. He's got a kid. That's so does Derrick Henry. Be married and just like to say for the record. Well, Derrick Henry has a kid. Not married. What do you think? I'm gonna say not married, but it seems like he's married. He's married. He is married. Damn. I remember. The, I remember a Super Bowl separate. 2014. Oh, a little girl. Right? His wife's name is, is Tori. And they've got a kid. Sure. This isn't kids or no kids. <laughs> you're the one, you're the the one who brought it up before. You're the one who was telling us who had kids before. Kids or no kids. Philip Rivers. Did you uh, see that stat on the game? It was like him versus Burrow, and it showed like their career passing yards and career passing touchdowns and career children. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow had zero. Philip has nine. Uh, all right. Uh, David Johnson. Oh, my God. I'm just going to keep saying no. Not, no, not married. No. Not married. He's married. Fuck! Since 2016, he's been married. Damn. I started so strong. <laughs> I gotta start him next week now. Just like that Aaron. Then I know he's married. <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> Will Lutz, kicker for the Saints? He's a kicker. He's got nothing else to do, right? He's married. Yeah. But yeah. he's got so... Of all the people, he's got a lot of free time. He's got time for dating and marriage. Okay. He's married. Unlike these other married players... Well, they don't have much... They, look, they got married when they were before. 21. I'm going to say not married. You were right. Yes! He's not in. married. He's supposed to be married. His wedding was also postponed due to COVID. Ah, fuck COVID. Yeah. So he's... Oh, great! Was supposed to be... <laughs> was supposed to get married at some point, I think, before the season and had to postpone. I also thought it was very interesting. I found out his fiance's name is Megan Fox. But not like Megan Fox. No, because she's dating Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. not no. Machine but Gun Will Her Lutz. name is also Megan Fox. But she'll be Megan Fox soon enough. I'm sure Lutz wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Uh, Lutz Swap Wives. Let's Swap Wives. That should be your team name, Jackie. Let's Swap Wives. <laughs> they can swap Megan Foxes. Okay. Megan Foxes. Isn't Fox plural for Fox? Foxes. Is it Foxes? It's Foxes. Foxes. Yeah, what a dumb uh, thing to say. I do one every episode. NBC. Anyways. <laughs> Who else is not married? Uh, what about Roethlisberger? I know some things happened with him. <laughs> I'm going to say married. I, not married. He is married since 2011, so he's probably been divorced. Is that post-peeing on a woman? I think so. That's what he did. I, I, it's it's been in the league a long time. I just figured if you're that old, you don't have to tell me married. that. Yeah, like, like I don't know who he is. You might have peed on a woman, got divorced, and got remarried. Since I feel like if you're not <laughs> you can married. pee on a woman and still get married later, <laughs> or you can pee, marry the woman you peed on. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you could. Technically, yes. We almost got a beer today. It was called a golden shower. No, that's not what it was called. Golden sour. Golden sour. <laughs> Close enough. But it was a pun for a golden shower, which is peepees. <laughs> which is peepees. <laughs> Next week's podcast. Uh, Philip Rivers. Mm. Married? Oh, why am I confused? Married. Married. He's got like 17 kids. Yeah, that would be nah. hard to be a single dad with that. Did he just have a kid? 
I feel like you did have a kid kind of recently. That sounds uh, familiar. Keeping your pants, P. Riv. I keep typing. I hey, he likes golden showers. Still... His name is P. Rivers. <laughs> hey, P. Rivers. Gunner. Gunner Haley. Sarah, Caroline, Peter, Anna, Rebecca, Grace, Hale, Haley, and Claire. That's nine. Yeah. Those, those two. Yeah. I don't know what I'm. Whoa. Oh. That's the Rivers family. God, that's Why would you be the Rivers and take a picture by the ocean? Go to the river. opportunity. <laughs> I uh, I don't know how to quickly find when his most recent child came. <laughs> oh my god, he's got so many babies. I'm just like scrolling, not even looking. And no rings. Hell. Well, he is married, so. Yeah, but he sucks. Whoa, whoa. All right, I have one more. All right. So... <laughs> oh yeah, born in March 19, 2019. Anna. Anna. Okay. Okay, last one. <laughs> My fave, Todd Gurley. He is. Jackie's eyes say married. Um, I would have to say he is not married. What would you say, Jackie? <laughs> what did you What did you think? I you said Mary. He answered already. Are Sorry, you paying attention? Him. No, I didn't hear you. You were staring him. at him. Yeah, he had so crazy he eyes, like a married me. person. I thought he was trying to crack me. <laughs> I was. He is not married. Damn. I win. So. I declare Still myself winning. Congratulations to you, Todd. <laughs> what about Tom Brady? Married. Yeah. I had that on the list and I was like, that's too easy. Rogers? Yeah. Rogers not married. Very single. Yeah. Maybe ready to mingle. Because he was just dating. You can do this. Danica Patrick. There you go. I couldn't remember the name, so I just put it on you. And they got, like, I think they just, like, recently she just moved all of her stuff into his house, and then they broke up. You know what he said to her? (laughs) What'd he say? Go pack. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa! (laughs) Whoa! Yes! (laughs) I don't think you heard it on the podcast. I think I just told you. Terrible. Well, Well, I'll say it every couple weeks. Sure. So all our new listeners can you just never get how want, funny I am. You don't want someone to miss out. Yeah. <laughs> it's see, best line again, he said, go pack. <laughs> He's on the Packers, and she wouldn't need to pack her bags. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love that's it. the conclusion of my segment. Thank you for listening. All right. Wait. I got one for you. Okay. Kyle Gunyer. Not married. <laughs> you! How's your fantasy team doing so far? Uh, I genuinely have, I don't know off the top of my head. I was in first place going into this this week. Okay. Nice. And then what happened? And then my team did not do so well. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's a combination of things. We didn't realize. Thanks for elaborating. We didn't realize until <laughs> after know, last week's look. recording, but I swept the floor. Okay. <laughs> with Kyle's stellar team. Todd Gurley only had 6.7 points. Kareem Hunt, 5.7. Your stellar team. Oh, man, I don't give a shit about that I lady I played anymore. Tyler Eifert. Zero points. Oh, Battle Goose I know I'm dominating. Roughly. I'm doing well enough in Dynasty. I don't care about my redraft league anymore. You I just put out a lineup that I thought was cool. <laughs> Literally, my, what, what was my lineup this past week? Playing you this week worked out really well for me with, like, I'm dealing with Nick Chubb and a couple other, like, injury bye weeks right now. So it was really good timing. And the people that I was worried about that I ended up playing anyways, like Debo Samuel, they all scored. So I had a... I had a subpar lineup, but everyone happened, like literally everyone happened to do above expectations. 
for me, so it worked out. I, I just put together a lineup because I don't I don't care about my redraft league anymore. Like I'm week just, fourteen, just that, my only that because he's in last place. Yeah, my only goal is to not lose in the losers bracket. I could give a shit about the rest of the season. I'm not making playoffs, so I don't care. Right. Like I'm putting a lineup and I, I'm putting it. I'm do I'm doing waiver trades. It's not like I'm just leaving my team be. Right. I'm making moves, but I don't care enough to like put a lot of effort into this one. My team. I had Ryan Fitzpatrick, Devonta Freeman, Ezekiel Elliott, Marvin Jones Jr., Allen Robinson, Mikael Hardman, because I figured uh, Watkins is out, Evan Ingram, Tim Patrick, (laughs) the Patriots. I just had an interesting team. I was like, hey, they could all have a good chance at popping off, like, randomly. Marvin Jones Jr., I don't know what's up with you this year, but... Yeah, he's he's really struggled. We were talking about him the other week. Yeah, but I'm just looking forward to the weeks where it's dependent upon the loser's trophy. As long as, I don't, as long as I win one game there, that's all I care about at this point. I don't care. Other than that. Just <laughs> so start making really bad trades that like are actually good for those few matchups. What I said before, if I'm, you just I'm, win week 14, you're done. You could play only for week 14. You don't even right? need to like, have week 14 and not. Just looking at all the matchups for week 14, like, that's great. <laughs> like, trade for Nick Chubb right now. He's, well, I won't come to you, but you get the idea. Uh, well, I said I'm so much better dynasty because it's so much more strategic than a yeah. draft league, and that's why my dynasty team is like like that's the one I care about, and that's the one I have a good team, and I'm winning at. So I need more. I can't just do a one year thing because then that's so injury. Like the redraft leagues are just you get the injuries, you're done. It's a different. It like, happens. It, it, like, it happens. Redraft leagues are so much like the waiver wire is so much more important, mm-hmm. and uh, like trading is I think a little bit. It depends, like because you can trade for for long times in Dynasty and stuff. But, like, I think, I think like, really, really playing the waiver wire. And, like, yeah, you got kind of fucked pretty hard off of the, the injuries, like, post-draft and stuff. Yeah, for so sure. That's right. Uh, so Normally. Sut- Sutton went down. I was like, yep, this is not my year. And then <laughs> they kept the and Eckler went too, down. you're still slaying it. Well, yeah, because I got freaking back up. I got a, my bench runs deep in Dynasty. That's why I'm so much, that's why I said I'm so much better, because I have to work to get these, like, out, these, like, backup guys so I can get together a good bench. It's not like... And obviously, bigger benches too. Right. I can't just like, oh, this guy might have a good week. Let me get him off the waiver wires. I hold on to them. Right. Moving on to our week seven highs and lows. Heck yeah. Starting with quarterback, of course, I'm high on Justin Herbert from the LA Chargers. You high on him? <laughs> yeah. See, this so is why I need that sound effect I was looking for YouTube. That's what I was looking for. It's when like, we match? Yeah. It, it's like an alarm. Like, woo, 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 yeah, I look. I searched jackpot and sound effect, and it it was like. <laughs> if we can find something by you know before Thursday, I can get him in. Well, yeah, but it's better for like we're, it's like it oh, like happens live. live. Like what? That's true. That's true. We'll just pretend it happens next time. We've been um, doing really well lately. We've been on point with a lot of things. Well, yeah, but we're both high on Justin Herbert playing the Jags week seven, uh, who are giving up the fifth most pass yards. Herbert putting together a great rookie year so far: nine touchdowns, three picks, and four games. Should actually be a pretty good game, I think, the Jags-Chargers. Yeah. But Herbert proved himself already against the Bucks and the Saints. Then that this, it should be a breeze. Yeah, last week against the Saints, he had 264 <laughs> yards and four touchdowns and no picks. So And they're a pretty solid defense. So now you get to line up against the Jaguars, who have not been nearly as great. Bottom third in the league in passing yards allowed per game. Yeah, Justin Herbert's going to be awesome. And every, outside of Eckler, everyone's healthy. Eckler wasn't going to make... I feel like from... Herbert's perspective, it doesn't make much of a difference because he would get to like pass Eckler a little bit, but mm-hmm. Eckler would also take away a few passes in general to run the ball. So I, you know, yeah, he, he's going to be awesome. I like Herbert a lot. Like I, I, he's my favorite rookie. I think this year. Sure, definitely. Well, I, I, I still root for Burrow as far as quarterbacks. I didn't think about the other guys, but yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's a lot of fun. Also, not married. I assume because babyface. 
I hope he is, man. <laughs> uh, I'm I mean, he's low. like 17 or something. No, I'm just kidding. I'm low on Jimmy Garoppolo from the 49ers. Up against the Patriots, who have the second best pass defense uh, this season wow. in the league. Jimmy G was benched two weeks ago after missing two weeks with an injury. And he had 268 and three touchdowns last week, but still not a solid start. I don't I don't really see him being a solid start throughout the season. you got to be nervous. Like, at this point, what if he just pulled again? Yeah. You get a half a game of bad Jimmy G. I would, I would, I would avoid him for the most part. Especially since they, I mean, look at happened last year. Towards the end of the season, he barely passed the ball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just pass the here. ball, Jimmy. Come on, Jimbert. All right. Uh, well, yeah, my high guy was Justin Herbert. My low quarterback this week is Teddy Bridgewater versus New Orleans. It's kind of funny because my high guy just did really well against New Orleans, and now I'm like a little worried about my low guy playing New Orleans. I, I just don't know if you're going to get exactly, you know, that, that kind of last couple of games of, of, of good production out of Teddy Bridgewater at all. Herbert's been willing to air the ball out, uh, which which can get you that that higher ceiling and that higher floor as a fantasy quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is not. He he still likes he he takes some deep shots to Robbie Anderson that they've been working, but there's still kind of a dink and dunk team. It doesn't sound like McCaffrey's going to be back, so I think you can find somebody better than Teddy Bridgewater. It was kind of hard. I don't know about you. It was kind of hard to find a low guy this week for me. I felt like a lot of the quarterback matchups were actually like pretty decent for guys you would actually start. So so that was interesting. But Teddy Bridgewater is my low guy this week. Uh, going to running backs, just what we got now, record an update. Uh, Mostert uh, has a high sprain left ankle, expected to miss time, most likely will go on IR. So at least three weeks you know, at the short, for the short term, if not the long term. Yeah. I feel like you can start McKinnon. Yeah, he, that's, that's a, I like that because he was really great with Mostert out. He vanished when Mostert came back. But yeah. Mostert's out. You could start McKinnon. I think McKinnon's a very good flex. Is option. he your high guy this week? No, because this just got this news just came out. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> uh, I was I, like, who does he play? <laughs> for running backs, I am high on Cream Hunt from the Cleveland Browns up against the Bengals. Nice. Held in check so far this year for the most part yardage wise, but the Bengals give up the fourth or fifth most rush yards depending on the games that are happening tonight. <laughs> Browns should not be playing from behind this next week, and I think it could be a fairly close game with the Bengals. Uh, Mayfield getting benched after aggravating his ribs, and also just not really having a great game. They may take it easy on him next week and use the run game more, especially if they have even the slightest league. So that's lead. So that's when I see Hunt really taking the reins. And I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Mayfield will play. But why risk re-aggravating the ribs again when you can just hand off to Hunt and you don't have to do too much against the Bengals? I feel like Mayfield is kind of in a, like a Trubisky similar boat, you know? Like like their team's winning, but Mayfield's not really the reason they're winning. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But but the, Case Keenum, Keenum though, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy to go from Case like to to Case Keenum. Oh no. Anyways, Jackie, what about you? <laughs> Who are you high on for running backs? I like your cream hunt pick. Todd Gurley plays the Lions. He's, uh, he's been really touchdown dependent, but he's been scoring the touchdowns. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's, it's good, it's just not consistently good. Yeah. I am low on James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars up against Ooh. the Chargers. He's really slowed down since his pretty good start that he had to the season. Half the reason is that they're playing from behind so much and they're having to pass more. You're not going to be running it if you, you're down a touchdown, then two touchdowns, and three touchdowns. Right. Robinson getting a good amount of pass looks, but not really turning it into much yardage. If non-PPR, find an alternative to put in flex position. If it's in a PPR league, it's a little more reason to play him. He'll get like three or four catches, but it's he's he's been slowing down a lot. I hope he picks it up. 
I definitely want to see him do good, but he's been mellowing out. One of those Bosa boys is lurking around. Bosa boys is working around. Joey. All right, this week I am high on Ronald Jones versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Definitely not something I thought I'd be seeing at the beginning of the year. Fournette has been either missing or he had a good game. I think he had one good game so far this year. He had one good carry. Yeah, really. (laughs) He had one good carry. Otherwise, he's missing time. Keyshawn Vaughn gives you fantasy points as many times as he takes them away from you as well. Yeah, um, he got some garbage time stuff yesterday against the Packers. Yeah, he Remember did. that game? I, uh, I didn't watch <laughs> that far into the game. I, I think it was like close to the end of the third and I turned it off. <laughs> but Ronald Jones has been doing, he's genuinely doing great. He's got a few hundred yard games or a couple of hundred yard games under his belt. Actually, yeah, the past three weeks he has at least 17 carries and at least 106 yards uh, in each of the last three weeks, which is really great. So he's really involved. He's also involved in the passing game as well. Which just helps even more. Not that he's like the James White of, of, of the you know the Bucks or whatever, but he's definitely involved. So I, I think that's really great. Uh, the Raiders are middle of the pack against uh, against the run. So a oh, side note question: What did you think of in garbage time? The Packers put in Tim Boyle instead of Jordan Love. I didn't know that. I, yeah. I literally did not watch Tim the Boyle. End of the game. Tim Boyle went in instead of Jordan Love. That's hilarious. He, he AJ second. Dillon was getting some carries, and then also Blaine Gabbard appeared. <laughs> I know, uh, yeah, I know Jordan Love is third on the depth chart. Why, Oil second. Why, why would they not put in? That really sucks if you love. Yeah. You know, like, that's how. What a waste. Anyways, low running back of the week. You're probably going to have to start this guy based on where you drafted him, but I am going to be low on Clyde Edwards Alaire versus the Broncos. Yeah! We're uh, recording right now on Monday, so uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire is actually playing as we speak. Le'Veon Bell obviously is a new addition to the team, to the running back room on the Chiefs, and he fits the scheme of the Chiefs really well as well. Uh, He's currently got uh, 138 (laughs) rush yards. Clyde does? Six minutes left in the third. Dang. Yeah, so he's having a good game. Clyde's going off. He's having a good game against the Bills. Pretty good defense. (laughs) Yeah, they are pretty good defense. And this is, I I definitely think this is one of the, like, lower your expectations or temporary expectations sort of low guys. Le'Veon Bell could not have played this week because he has to, like, have... Switching teams, he has to have like some number of, of negative COVID tests consecutively before he can actually join the team and start practicing. They even stuff. said that they didn't pick him up as to be a starter. Yeah, I, I would think he would. I, like if he's if he's not washed, he, he could get push at least the carries like and stuff. Eight to ten carries a game. Basically, my low call for next week because the Broncos aren't like they're not bad, but they're not great either. As far as a rushing defense, I, I just want to see how things shake out. You know, with with Clyde and and Le'Veon Bell, and and next week might even be too early to tell as well. Bell could get more involved the next week or two as he kind of picks up the playbook a little bit. I don't think he's going to like take the job from Clyde, but he's he's a veteran and he he's still talented. And Clyde edwards is a rookie, so just just be careful. You'll probably start uh, Clyde edwards Lair against the Broncos. That I can't imagine you have like you know that many great options, but maybe you do. And and if if you're tie breaking, I I might bench him. If you're really in that situation, just just see what happens. Just see what happens. See what happens. Just see what happens. See what happens. Wide receivers. I'm going with back to back weeks of Kenny Galladay from the Lions. He was my high last week. He had over 100 yards, no touchdowns, but still, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Like 10 points is my threshold. Like if you get 10 or above, okay, I'm happy. Right. Let's play the Falcons. Nice. They've got a very good pass defense. <laughs> to play against. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've given him the most receiving yards by far and the most receiving touchdowns. Uh, Jones Jr. is going to be uh, oddly quiet this year. He's being oddly yeah. quiet. Leaving Galladay as really the only startable 
receiver fantasy wise. I know I got I've been screwed over with him not Marvin Jones Jr. not doing anything in my redraft. That's one of the reasons my team blows. I liked him a lot coming into this year too. I did too. Huge. I thought I thought he was gonna have a great year, but nope. Lions just suck in general too. But yeah. <laughs> Although Swift had a good game. Yeah. Over yeah, hundred yards, two tutties. He did look pretty good. Not too shabby. They, he was not really involved, and then the bye week happened, and then Swift was completely involved. That, hey, that could be a really nice my in, the, in Dynasty, my two first-round picks, Swift and Jefferson, popped off this yeah. week. I'm looking yeah. good in the future. Yeah. Who was your third? Round? Third. What? Third-round pick. Who was your third-round pick? Did you have one? Oh, I had Duvernay and Asiasi. Oh, I dropped yeah. them both. Gotcha. Well, because we don't get... Well, one half the reason is because we don't get return yards. Yeah. Which would have been a reason to keep Duvernay. Right. We get touchdowns if he scores, but I don't get the yardage, so it's very rare. We right. got one this year, actually, but still. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kenny Galladay should have another pretty good week. He's a good player. You ever notice? I notice. I'm low on Hunter Renfro from the Oakland Raiders against the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks has obviously been looking very good lately. Most recently shutting down Aaron Rodgers. Completely. Completely shut him down. They took his batteries out, <laughs> disconnected the Wi-Fi. He was shut down. I think a decent amount was expected from Renfro going into his second season. I definitely thought he'd at least put together a pretty good year. Yeah. But he's been held in check for the most part, really. And with Waller, Waller still being obviously their main threat receiving-wise, rookies starting to emerge, too, with rugs and everybody. Basically everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Renfro continues to slide, even though he's still a wide receiver one. But it's not. He's not much of a wide receiver one. Yeah. For their team at all. They like to run the ball a lot. They like Josh Jacobs too. They got their guys that are good. And Waller, Waller probably is the first receiving option on the whole team, right? Yeah. So. Even when they just don't look at him, kind of like for a game, you know, makes like no sense. Those are my wide receivers. All right. This week I am high on AJ Brown versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. So earlier I shared the effect of how beastly the Steelers' uh, defense have been. So far on the year, specifically the rushing defense, they're actually second in yards, rushing yards allowed per game, right behind the Bucks, actually, in first. Their passing defense hasn't been bad, but it's it's not stellar as well. It's definitely the place to beat them. Kyle and I were talking both before the show, but the Titans, they have a good offense, but I still feel like it's underrated. Like, you you have to either, like, load up the, the defensive line to stop Derrick Henry, and then they can just kind of, like, play action and, and, you know, Tannehill to A.J. Brown. And if you, you know, put more coverage on A.J. Brown, then Derek Henry is just going to run over you. So it's a really, really tough offense to stop. With uh, the last two weeks with A.J. Brown back, Tannehill has seven touchdowns just in the last two games alone. Three of those going to A.J. Brown as well. You're going to start A.J. Brown with him anyways, but uh, just as a, like a little confidence boost against uh, what seems like a really tough matchup, I, I think the Steelers will be plenty busy stopping Derek Henry. A.J. Brown will have uh, a fine game for sure. My low receiver this week is Deontay Johnson versus the Titans in the same game. I think it was a concussion issue we had, I, so I, I guess I'm assuming you know assuming he plays next week, which I think he should. I am nervous to play again, uh, play him against the Titans. They're a solid matchup uh, as a defense, which you have to worry about. But the bigger worry comes from the emergence of rookie Chase Claypool. So he has really, really stepped up in a big way uh, the last couple games without Deontay Johnson getting a bunch of touchdowns, uh, just under 200 yards, all-purpose in the last couple games as well. Deontay Johnson is a great player as well. The problem is that the Steelers wide receiver core is now getting kind of loaded to have to share all those targets uh, with Chase Claypool. James Washington even was involved and, and did relatively well when Deontay Johnson was out as well. Juju, I'm a little worried about in general on the year. I don't expect him to be on the Steelers next year in general as, as well. 
But the Titans, if they give up anything, it's uh, the slot receivers is kind of one of their bigger pain points, and that's what Juju does. So I feel like you're flipping a coin between Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, and I feel like I can do better than flipping a coin. I like your Titans picks. Tell us about your tight end. Well, she's right here. Whoa. You. Your butt. <laughs> I need a good tight end. Tell me. Give me a good... Give me a good Who's end. your tight end? Tyler Eifert. <laughs> is, oh. is he your only tight end? <laughs> um, I think so. I have Dalton Schultz. How'd you end up with just Tyler Eifert? I don't know. That is my only tight end. Who did you start the year with? Maybe somebody who got hurt, possibly? Oh, she had uh, Blake Jarwin. Yes. That's why. <laughs> uh, my guy is TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. I always, I, I never actually like picking him as my high guy, and I don't like him. <laughs> um, but he's playing the Falcons, and I say this cautiously, but I mean, Atlanta's given up a lot to tight ends this year. That's Tanyan's uh, with the pack, his week <laughs> yeah. four game, three touchdowns. Graham had two against the Falcons the week before that. And even the Vi- the Vikings tight ends combined for over 100 yards against him this past week. Is that week. the one-handed catch by Kyle Rudolph? No, that was just Dang. this past week. Uh, oh, yeah. Between Smith and Rudolph, they combined for over 100 yards. That's crazy. Um, it, I mean, it's it's a rougher year for tight ends. Yeah. It's it's back to being how it used to be with tight ends where you got, like, Tony Gonzalez and that's it. Yeah, you got a one or two. Zach <laughs> Ertz um, is supposed to be one of the good ones. Yeah, but but Hawk seems like he could have he could have a great week, and honestly, there's not too many options for tight ends. You you just got to get lucky. Yeah, I'm low on Johnu Smith from the Titans, playing the Steelers, who have also really held tight ends in check. Few factors going into this pick: Steelers lost linebacker Devin Bush, meaning Henry could easily pop off again. The Titans could lean a lot on the run game without that linebacker right. helping out. Smith with an ankle injury that sidelined him for Sunday's game. He should be back, but it's questionable. And But also, Brown's back in full force. Humphrey's back. Davis is coming back as well. Saw that. And my, I mean, I'll include this in the low. Anthony Ferkser, the backup tight end, also would be a low guy. He, he had a hell of a game against Houston. 113 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I just thought it said he had like 18 points in fantasy. Yeah. Still, yeah. either way, don't start a tight end. Tight end. If, if Johnny Smith... Place he could get taken out halfway because of his ankle again. Yeah, it's not worth the risk, really. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Thanks. <laughs> My high tight end this week is Hunter Henry against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We both had Herbert as our high quarterback against the same team, obviously. Football. Um, he throws to his tight end. Hunter Henry is averaging seven targets per game on the year, which is a really good number. To show their involvement in the offense. Definitely has a solid chance at the end zone against the Jaguars, and I feel like that's what you need with... If you don't have one of those, you know, like Kelsey or Mark Andrews or something, you you need a touchdown. Yeah. That's what you're hoping for. So he has as good a chance as any to score a touchdown uh, against the Jaguars. Hunter Henry does. And I think he's got a decent floor. I feel like his worst-case scenario is like, you know, four catches for 50 yards, which you, you want better than that. But when, when you have these tight ends where it's like, hopefully you get a touchdown or I'm, I'm fucked, if you can get a solid, you know, 50 point or, you know, 50 yards or something like that, it's... It helps a little bit for sure. My low tight end, who you still might have to start, my low tight end is TJ Hawkinson versus the Falcons. Uh-oh. So, yeah, that's the alternate sound. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, I, I uh, you know, on Sunday or Monday, I go to sportingnews.com and I look at their rankings because not too many places have them out like a week before for our show. 
they had TJ Hawkinson as the number three tight end this week. And I, I thought that was way too much. Like, you know, he, he's capable of it. He's a good, you know, Gronkian tight end. But Gronk he, has first touchdown. He's he did. <laughs> yeah. Against um, who? He's gotta be involved. I don't remember. Packers! <laughs> God damn it. TJ Hawkinson, last week he had a touchdown. Do you know how many yards he had last week? 417. <sighs> so if he didn't get the touchdown, this is like the exact opposite conversation. Like, you're pissed about Hawkinson. And the matchup is genuinely great. The Falcons have not been good in general, especially against the tight end. So about that like, uh, that shot at a touchdown, you know, I, t- I think TJ Hawkinson has that shot as a touchdown, like most tight ends as well. Uh, but even with the juicy matchup, I think you're going to be really disappointed. He hasn't been too involved. I think his highest target count was in week one. So it's it's definitely just very hit or miss, and he could hit for sure. I you know if he if he doesn't, I feel like he's got that lower floor, kind of like the opposite argument of my high tight end uh, Hunter Henry, who has a, a higher floor with the target share. Tight ends are just rough. Are, they really they're just are. rough this year. Like I've got, I, I mean, I had started Ingram this past week as Waller was on a bye, but those are my two tight. I expect Ingram to have a good year, and that's yeah, I thought not be a lot the case involved. right now at all. And the waiver wire sucks too. I feel like. If you have a good tight end, you have like two of them, and if you don't, then you're using backups. Yeah, a lot of people have have a, a few on their team, making it even harder to find one. And that's all because of defenses. And let me tell you about my high defense for Week 7. Good segue! The Buffalo Bills! <laughs> Jets. My low defense <laughs> is the Houston Texans <laughs> against the Green Bay Packers. Because the Packers should bounce back. Rodgers is not going to let this happen two weeks in a row. Right. Um, I hope it's I hope it's as good as the Titans-Texans game. I'm looking forward to that one, uh, this matchup a lot. But still, uh, Texans don't have a good D to start with, much less going up against the Packers. Bucks have a good D, which is why they held the Packers. It's going to be a complete opposite week for the Packers in this upcoming week. So I'm very low on the Texans. I almost went with the Packers as my high defense, but I was curious how... Not since Bill O'Brien got fired... The defense is oh yeah, and like I you know, I, I when I thought of the Texans, I thought of like the weak offensive line. The Packers have not been they've been okay with sacks, but they're not great, so nothing there. My high defense this week. If you are desperate, and if you uh want to know how you're doing with uh, getting a player in on the Thursday matchup to help make decisions during the weekend, look no further. Start the Giants against the Eagles. <laughs> According to our scoring system in Sleeper in the Dynasty League, the Giants are actually tied for seventh most points scored as a defense like a fantasy defense on the year yeah that's I have crazy them. i have them i started them against the redskins football the team eagles. yes the football team well i think i think i might have started them against the eagles because well this this coming week this yeah week. well yeah, i know but my i have my other defense is the seahawks um they've been a rough defense to start too who play the cardinals i'm holding on to the seahawks deep they're 11th ranked defense first nice. of all so it's not even that bad I'm starting them because week 12 they play the Eagles, then they play the Giants, then they play the Jets, and then they play a football team. That seems pretty solid. So <laughs> I'm going to hold on to them and start them for the playoff weeks. So, <laughs> so the Giants play the Eagles this coming week. I just, you know what? I'm going to take your advice and I'm going to play them. Yeah! The Eagles have been, you know, a, a rough squad to start, and then we already just talked about how Miles Sanders is going to miss this week. Zach Ertz is out multiple weeks. Like, who do they have? <laughs> like, Great you're work. talking Boston Scott. Greg Ward, Full Graham. Jalen Hurts. Who's the third? Oh, Richard Rodgers? Yes. Yeah. So start the Giants defense against the Eagles. They got nothing else. They have that other guy. Say his name. <laughs> um, Tough, isn't it? Um, uh, um, uh, it's Rager or, 
or Elshon or no. Deshaun Jackson to be back. I don't know. So you can start it. My <laughs> low defense this week is the Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. On the year, the Saints' fantasy defense has not been what we kind of thought they might be. They've been pretty underwhelming. They don't seem to have found their stride. They lost to the Raiders. Uh, they beat the Lions and the Chargers just barely in games that shouldn't have been that close. I expect the Saints to actually get a W against the Panthers squad, but I don't think it's going to be pretty. And I think you'll continue to be underwhelmed by uh, the Saints. It's going to be like putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. It ain't pretty, like but I'll fuck pig, it. But still a pig. You're making some weird comments. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that episode of Black Mirror so much. That's the, That's first, the one. first one. <laughs> so I didn't watch anymore. They get a lot better. That's, That's probably like my least favorite one I've seen so far. I think it's the second one I watched, and I thoroughly enjoyed the first one I watched. So what's the most recent Black Mirror we watched? It's like that weird museum. Oh yeah, there's like a uh, some woman's in this like random deserted area gas station, and there's like this museum. I don't remember. That sounds really interesting. I'll check it out. I think you better cut that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> museum Black Mirror. <laughs> Don't Although I do games. like the one where those guys have sex on in video games. I've seen that one. <laughs> That's not the one you've seen? I've seen like three or four. I think we saw, there's like a play along one. Yeah, that's the movie. That one I've done? I've done that. Seen. That, was, that was fun. I don't know if I've seen any other ones. I don't, Nelly, we were talking about watching the Miley Cyrus one. I don't think that, that was good. I don't know if we actually watched it. Hey, yeah, whoa, I'm on a roll. Riding so high. That's the song she sings. She in, plays in uh, the episode. Yeah, she plays oh. Ashley. Oh, you gotta catch up, man. Oh, comma Ashley. If you would just stop watching the Marvel movies over and over again, you'd have time. I'm to watch watching the, new stuff. <laughs> the X Men movies because you want me to. Not those good. Marvel ones. The MCU. I'm done watching it for now. For now, you say that you watch them like every freaking every other month. Watch new stuff. There's tons of shit out there, man. Look, I got a wall right. of movies right here. You've probably seen 10% of those things. I'm going to have like an ongoing... And they're all the Marvel ones! <laughs> ...series of movies I'm watching, and after X-Men, I don't know what it'll be. I'm currently in the middle... In the middle. I say in the middle, but I'm not even close. To uh, watching all the James Bonds. I think I've watched oh, seven, right. the first seven so far. We're watching the Harry Potters, although Jackie's struggling. I don't like watching movies uh, late at night. I fall asleep. And by late at night, she means like 7.30. Yeah, but she's 57, dude. <laughs> well, she's old. I'm also in the middle of the Rocky ones, but I can't find Rocky Five anywhere. I'm trying to buy it, hmm. but it's like, I'm like not going to spend the money on it. Like, it's a little, I don't know. I guess I mostly imagined re-watching, or maybe alternating like a series I've seen and then a series I haven't, like X-Men. Watch Star Wars or Indiana Jones. You know I'm also three-fourths of the way through Wreck-It Ralph. The series? All, both of them? Nope, just the first one. Oh, okay. You gonna watch the second one? I'm gonna wreck it. <laughs> Ralph. Oh, <laughs> we're done talking about our highs and lows. Forgot where we were. <laughs> nah, I just uh, wreck it, Ralph, in my mind. Uh, why don't you just give us your prop lock of the week? Yes, sir. It is time for our prop lock of the week, sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. I want to be 30. 30 and blurty and thriving. Every week, we bring you one of our picks out of 20 different prop bets on the Thrive Fantasy prop fantasy betting app that we think is a lock that will get you that higher point total. This week we are going with Ryan Tannehill on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The over or under is over or under of 250 and a half passing yards in total. Ryan Tannehill so far has eclipsed 250 passing yards just a couple times. 
two games that he actually got over 300 yards against the Texans and the Vikings. This week against the Steelers, he's playing a better defense. I still expect him to have a pretty decent outing, probably find the end zone a couple times. But this is going to be a slower-paced game, both good defenses, both good running teams. Uh, at least that's what the Steelers want to do, and James Conner's been okay. So I don't think the passing uh, yard's going to come crazy, uh, you know, this game. I think you can lock in Ryan Tannehill for under 250 passing yards this week. Do you agree with that, Jackie? What is the problem? <laughs> wow, you weren't listening. I think your pick was great, Mike. Thanks. Lock it in and win some money. Uh-huh. Let's give some pep talks. Oh, is that the that's the betting ad? Yeah. Number one fan. But they're not out yet, so I just do it on like Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> We're gonna give some pep talks to some players that did they we haven't given up on them yet. They just need a little sum sum to get them going. Should we just run down my team roster and even give everyone a pep talk? <laughs> Who do you want to you want to pep talk someone? Well, Todd Gurley, I want a pep talk. What do you want to say to him? Toddathan Gurley. I don't know. I'll be to, just, I'll be Toddy. He needs to be more consistent. He needs to, that's it. That's your only pep talk. Be more consistent. Yeah. That'll get him yeah. going. <laughs> now he's now he's fired up. No, I know. You know who I really need to get a pep talk to is T.Y. Hilton. This man. That's a good one. Needs to score some name points. <laughs> I just, oh, your pep talks are terrible. You're just telling them what to do. I thought he got a touchdown yesterday. T.Y. Hilton? No. What number is he? 13. Yeah, maybe it was called back or something. Zach Pascal had one. Hmm. Strange. Hilton had 11 yards. Had one catch. <laughs> Hilton's killing it. Well, Jack, you're week. not very good at pep talks. You just tell them to not suck. That's why I don't run this podcast. Come on, Hilton. I'd like to give a pep talk. You can do it. Um, Jackie, would you like to take the role of Juju Smith-Shushu? Let me put on my gamer headphones. No, then he can't hear me. Go. What? Can you take your headphones off? Okay, thank you. I'm muted! Okay, Juju. You you've been you've been underperforming. Not I don't blame you. Your it's team a stressful season. Your your team is undefeated, and that's what really matters, right? Yeah. I and I I, re, I can respect that. You don't need a ball out if you're already winning games. They're not that dependent on you, which is like great. I'm not saying anything bad about you. So your your team is also so suddenly full of young weapons. Then they can put up numbers, but you're still one of those weapons. I'm sorry. There you go. You're good. I, I've, I, I have had a lot of other things going on. I have a cereal. My life is. I'm not. I'm not down. He's in a fantasy I'm giving you a pep talk, and you just say I'm sorry. He's in a fantasy league with Zach Efron. I don't take criticism well. Well, teams are gonna have to start taking notice in Claypool and Washington, and it's gonna make take a lot of the focus off of you, which will be great. Also, Deontay Johnson. Yes, he's. Uh, well, this is mine. I'm talking. Oh, I see. You have notes. <laughs> also, Deontay Johnson is coming <laughs> back. But there's enough weapons that you're not going to get the bulk of the focus, which is what teams have been doing so far for you this season because they already know you can put up those types of numbers. They didn't know about these other guys yet. You were just a secret that has been revealed. You're still great. I believe in you, Juju. And your team, you've also been playing from ahead a lot. So the run game has gotten a lot of attention because you just balled out. The whole team balled out against the freaking Browns because they blow. They're not as good as their record, and they're not going to make playoffs. 
Yeah, it was weird to see him at four and one. That kind of caught me off guard. You, you got the Titans and Ravens coming up, and the, these are your games to shine because they should be more competitive, and they're going to need someone to step up, and that's you. You're only in your fourth year, but you, that's the most experience out of all those receivers that are on your team. <laughs> so show your competitiveness. You score me a touchdown each of the next two weeks. Can you do that? Sure. It will be a... And... Thank you, Kyle, for the pep talk. And? I love you. I love you too, Juju. All right. Uh, Who would you like her to be? Anything. Schoolgirl, nurse. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I I did a a pep talk from a dynasty perspective because I didn't really have anyone else to to try to pep talk up. So I'm talking to Cam Akers, rookie running back for the Los Angeles Rams. Come on, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're approaching the halfway point of the season bye weeks have started happening and I'm going to need Cam Akers on my team usually rookie running backs get involved a little bit earlier I know you had some chest injuries some, some rib injuries yes I did you missed some time yep. <laughs> you had a good week one I think you had like a bunch of carries or a bunch of yards you know one of the two I think you had 14 carries but while you were gone Daryl Henderson has been doing a bunch of work Akers you were the second round pick but you were the first pick by the Rams as a team. They didn't have a first rounder. I, I managed to survive Josh Jacobs' bye week this week. But in week 10, Ezekiel Elliott has his bye week. And my dynasty team, it's going to need you. So I really need you to start getting involved. Show the Rams your stuff, what you're made of. Get on the field more and let me start you in week 10 so I don't lose. <laughs> he was in for one snap this past week. Well, I was in time with this past week. <laughs> he did nothing. You have very high hopes for this individual. I just need him. I I want him to to pick it up a little more. You know, like I would give my more than one snap. first round good. running back a pep talk. Except he did very well uh, this past week. My first round running back really needs this pep talk. And as a side, note, I'm rooting for him too. I'm definitely rooting for Cam Akers as well. I, think I got his jersey, and I <laughs> got Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jason Jefferson. Yeah, I know we're doing pep talks this week. This is kind of like similar to the frustration segment. But I just want to just really quickly, I just want to throw out there, fuck you, Matt Ryan. I fucking complain about you. You scored nothing. I finally bench you and you go up for like 31 points. Fuck you, Matt Ryan. Second most fantasy points by a quarterback this past week. Fortunately, I started Ryan Tannehill, who who did almost as good. But I'm, I, I, I wrote right here. You know what I'm going to do with you, Matt Ryan? Sit your ass on my bench next to Daniel Two Turnovers Jones. Two Turnovers Jones. He's I think he's one tu- one turnover away from averaging two turnovers a, uh, a game. <laughs> so it's really like one point, you know, eight some bullshit touchdown or turnover. So Jones. you're still not comfortable starting Acres. I'm I'm still going to be starting Juju. I could I have I, it's not that I don't have anyone to replace him. It's just. I just always believe in him. I might, my, my. You want to be there for when he's good. He, and he's really out. good. He is very good. He has sixty nine yards in week one, and two touchdowns. Yeah, but sixty nine yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> but sixty nine, sixty nine yards and two touchdowns. Did you look at my notes? <gasps> no, was I supposed to? No, I was on the Bruce Clues page. Oh no, I genuinely did not see it. What's well, time for Bruce Clues? Oh. Jackie Skidoo, inner do. Boop. 
We don't even need to put the sound effect in I'm this week. I'm going to play it right after she did. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember who started. Oh, I didn't think about that this time. I got yours in one last week. And was that first? It's so hard. We should figure it out right now. Not like, what did we do last week? But when you're when we're at your house, do you start? Is that easy to do? Sure. Okay. Or the other way around. But uh, Whatever, I'll start. All right. Now we know it'll never be a problem again. Get ready for some Sorry, clues. Listener. Clue, clue. Oh, check this out, Jackie. You can do this, Mike. I love you. This running back has finished top 10 twice in their career, in the full year. Wait, in their career? Yes. Or their year? Top 10 in a full year. A full season. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. This running back has finished top 10 twice in their career. Those were also their only two seasons with over 1,000 rush yards. They were ranked fairly poorly to start this year. And though some people thought they had some fantasy potential, so far they have disappointed. So two top ten finishes on the year so far. Both no, of those two top ten finishes on the year so far in their career. Yes. Well, yeah, two. Yeah, <laughs> both of uh, those finishes were their uh, only thousand plus yard seasons, and they were ranked kind of highly going in this year, but have disappointed. Fair, very, fairly poorly to start the year. Um, people, uh, people thought they had, they had they had some potential, but they have disappointed so far. I have an idea. But I will wait until he's done until I guess. No, no, because then no, that'll take away I'll, two guesses. I'll do it if he doesn't get it all the way at the end. Go. Leonard Fournette. I what? Almost picked Fournette today, though. Oh really? I, I actually wrote out a clue or two for him. Nice. And I changed it. They have three touchdowns on the year, but are fifth on their team in rush yards. All wow. three touchdowns are rushing. Fifth on their team in rush yards, though. They have finished lower in the rankings every year of their career consecutively. So their rookie year was their highest ranked fantasy year and every year since they have gone down. And you said they have three touchdowns or three like... Three rushing touchdowns this year. Rushing touchdowns. Okay. But they're fifth among their team in rush yards. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, they only have three. They might not have the most rushing touchdowns either. And then they've progressively gone down each year. Hmm. Of their career. Fifth on their team in rushing yards. I feel like that should be like a more obvious clue. The other guy I was leaning towards guessing earlier was Joe Mixon, but I don't think it's him based on that. I am going to go with Sonny Michelle. Rats. But he is in that division. Bills, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, the AFC East. AFC East. AFC East. They're running back. Two yes. Fifth. So it's not, it's not anyone on the... It's also a hard division. Oh, man. Well, it's not Devin Singletary or Zach Moss, so it's not the Bills. I suppose it could be Frank Gore, technically. I don't know if he's... That would give him room sleepers, for two top sleepers ten Sleepers' stats don't go back that far. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me it's no one on the Dolphins, so I think then it's got to be James White. No! no. Oh, Jordan like, Howard! Jordan Howard Remember is him? in that division. Remember him? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I thought he was going to... I We were talking about him when the, the early podcast episodes about he how he could emerge as a top their top running back. James White probably doesn't have three rushing touchdowns this year either. I don't even know if he has Jordan Howard, three consecutive games start the year, had a rushing touchdown. Did you know that? Damn. He also right. has negative three receiving yards. On and him. he's done. The Miles... What happened yeah, to either he, of them? Breda uh, as well. Coach Scratch. What? Jordan Howard, just, just the coach's, coach's decision. Damn. 
Like I don't I don't get it. I thought I thought he was going to have a bounce Miles back here. I thought Howard was going to have a bounce back here. Yeah, I thought it was a wow. That's why the, the one of the reasons I put him. I know it was kind of harder, but one of the reasons I put him because I know we have talked about him at the beginning of the year about yeah. how like when we, we would debate like running backs for the Dolphins. That and, was a specific like who do you think? I remember that moment. Like yeah. is it Howard or is it Brita? But I I can't. It's it's so strange. I thought he was going to have a good year. He's only in his fifth year. That is pretty crazy. His top finish was his rookie year. He's had two years as a top 10 running back as well. First two years of his career. That's crazy. Since then, every year he's gone down. <laughs> that was a really good club. And he was really ranked, ranked as the one. 31st preseason. Hey, I think he's the 56th. Yeah, he's definitely... He's literally, that's all the three touchdowns are. Right. He's got, he's got 18 point some points. He's got three touchdowns. That's his... Wow. <laughs> that's like that's three touchdowns and a few yards. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my turn. So... On the season, this wide receiver is third on their team in targets, in wide receiver targets. I didn't look at running backs or tight ends. So, on the season, this wide receiver is third on their team in wide receiver targets. Okay. However, if you take the target count of the last three games, so the last three games played, that shows that this player is becoming more involved in the offense. They actually have the most targets, wide receiver targets again, on their team so far in the past three weeks specifically. Uh, wide receiver, third in targets on the year for wide receivers on their team. It's been getting more involved in offense, more targets, most targets amongst the wide receivers on his team in the past three weeks. Correct. Past three games played. I'm going to start off with a... I'm just going to throw one out there right away and say Brandon Cooks. Not Brandon Cooks. Because I know his targets increase have, have been going up. That's a, that's a good guess. Yeah, it would make sense for sure. Okay, second clue. This rookie wide receiver has had all of his career touchdowns come so far in just one game. And that is a plural touchdown. So they have multiple touchdowns on their career. They are a rookie. All of their touchdowns have come in one single game. See, I was going to say Claypool, but did Claypool score? I think he just scored this past weekend. Oh, fuck, did he? Get seventy something receiving yards. Fuck. Nah, I get this would make or break him if that's my guess. Because <laughs> Claypool, did he score? You said all his touchdowns were in one week. All touchdowns of their whole career, their rookie, so just this year as well. We're just in one week this year so far. Any women on your mind other than Jared Goff's wife? <laughs> Not wife. <laughs> Not wife. Sorry. Have I learned nothing? Yeah. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> T Higgins. Oh, you son of a yes! bitch. Yes! Oh. So the, the division was AFC North. Like, I literally went for that for, like, maybe he'll guess Claypool. Oh. <laughs> I knew Claypool would be too obvious because in the first clue, Claypool came to mind. But yeah. Claypool... He oh, he had a touchdown week two. Week. Week yeah, two. and week two. But he did score last no. week. This, like, like yesterday as well. Was it rushing? Maybe. I, I no. swear I saw him get in. Um. Yeah, he had a rushing touchdown yeah, this yeah. past week. I thought, I thought he had a touchdown. Touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, you were right. Like, okay, if you had guessed anyone else other than Higgins or Claypool, and then I gave you the NFC North or AFC North well, division, would you have guessed Claypool if that was the division I gave you? No, because I was pretty confident that sure. he didn't yeah, yeah. have that he did have a touchdown. And that's what I was going for. Like, well. I, I like I literally was writing down these clues, and I was like, wait, I have to make it. I have yeah. to phrase it in a way that it's not also possible. And I know Higgins has started to step it up um, a little bit, which is good. And I know he's only scored the one week. Yeah, he had we two had touchdowns two. in the same week. I think it was week three. Yeah, three three against the Eagles. AJ uh, Green. So I wrote down the target count. AJ Green had forty five targets on the year. Boyd is forty eight. 
and then Higgins is at 38. But the last uh, three weeks, Higgins has one more target than Boyd so far, or the, the past three weeks. And then I literally wrote down the Steelers division as well. Claypool has the most targets these past three weeks on his team at wide receiver, but not the most, uh, or specifically third most on his team up until this point. So that, that's great. Good job. You got two points. Two more on you on the year. Final and months. I got none. I got goosed. You got goosed. Fuck my lead. I'll my, make next week. I'll make next week goosed. a little easier one. I I, I threw. I thought Howard was Aaron good. Rodgers. I thought Howard was good because I saw and like wow he had a touchdown the first three games of the year and he's done nothing yeah. else. I I literally like I was like okay so it's not the Bills, the Jets. I don't think it's Frank Gore. I was I he was never really touchdown like, this year. That makes sense, yeah. And James White having three rushing touchdowns that, that I should have known too. But like, I literally looked at the Dolphins on the screen. And I was like, okay, so it's not Miles Gaskins. Let's go on to the next team. <laughs> Jake, do you have any final thoughts? I don't know. Just gotta make a comeback next week. I mean, Who does? Me. I do. Oh, your oh, fantasy you comeback. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes, also that. Also, the Titans need to stay undefeated because Titan now. Yeah, Mike, you got thoughts? Not, not really. Good episode. A lot, a lot of good content. I need to. I feel like my final note is always about Bruce Clues, so I'll just not talk about Bruce Clues this time. Pack will rebound, beat the Texans. It's going to be awesome. I agree. Tighten up. Patriots figure shit out. I didn't have high expectations for you this year, anyways, but like somehow I'm still disappointed a little bit because you lost to the Broncos. <laughs> Cam just didn't look right. Well, yeah. he just got over COVID, didn't he? Maybe he's having some breathing problems. Yeah, it's oh, possible. Well. Stidham. You mean Hoyer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hoyer's got the longest con- um, active streak for losses, straight losses by a starting quarterback. His oh, losses no. past eleven starts. That's stating back to the Bears. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. But uh, what kind of matchups we got next week? Throw, pull up that schedule. What what games are you looking forward to? Packers Texans should be good. Yeah, I would say Steelers Titans should be good. Lions Falcons could be high scoring. Yeah, Steelers Titans will definitely. Even be good. Raiders Bucks Seahawks Cardinals could go nuts. We got a couple good games next week. I think as of now, there's only uh, one game on Thursday and one game on Monday. <laughs> and these games are are, I think, fairly balanced as well next week. Like I feel like this week, like a Odd lot times. of games, yeah. yeah, at noon and stuff. Two and, late games. <laughs> a Monday. One of them being like Dolphins at Jets. Yeah, now they have four mid games. I think they only had two this past week. Right? Yeah, that's 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 crazy. But. We got some good Bucks matchups. Raiders could be a sneaky good game too. Uh, the Raiders this year are, are not too bad. We'll we'll see how it goes. Everybody, we just have Fancy Brews Pod. Send us pictures. Send them a recommendation for a beer next week so they don't have to drink golden sour. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thanks. I don't see like sours. <laughs> Pod you later. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brewers Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brewers Pod. You can also follow us to download our episodes every week on any of your favorite podcasting services like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Have a beer for us on Sunday.